0: I just thought, I don't
1: know. I don't know if I can do this. You mean to tell me that I'm going to be doing 12 and a half hour shifts and there's no end date? My first day, I did like not full B, but medium, you know. Not soft glam. <laughs> soft glam. <laughs> not the heavy birthday makeup. Not birthday soft makeup, glam. but soft glam. Hello and welcome to the Ark's Nurse Change Room podcast. Podcast? Podcast? Yeah, I said podcast. Access podcast bringing you all things nursing and lifestyle, nursing woes and pros by your favourite nurses. My name is ArxNest and I am an alternative schools provision nurse. And I'm here with my amazing co hosts your favourite mental health nurse, Rue.
2: Your favourite multifaceted nurse, respiratory nurse, and master's practitioner, Yolanda.
3: And your sweetest diabetes nurse, Jade. We are for
1: the nurses and by the nurses.
2: On today's episode, we'll be discussing our journeys transitioning from being a student nurse to being a staff nurse on the ward with some tips that you can use uh, as you also transition on your journeys. So yeah, Jade, what do you have to say? She's called it, okay.
3: (laughs) Sorry. My first day as a newly qualified band five I don't even know if I remember, I know I started in September and it was probably the start of Bronx season. So I was on a general paediatric ward in a district general hospital. So a lot of the things we had come through the door were like, you know, your bronch babies who probably were on a bit of oxygen, not necessarily like Optiflow or CPAP or anything that would be more HDU. So I'm newly qualified. I'm looking after very, what would be considered basic patients. However, I remember being very busy my first day, like as a student, I don't think like you're busy is different when you're actually qualified because those patients are actually yours. You're not sharing them with anyone. And I had a bunch of bronchi babies, which needed probably like hourly feed not hourly feeds probably maybe two hourly three hourly but ng feeds suctioning nebulizers and back then they had something called a bronch bay so it'd be probably a bay of like six and all the babies had bronchiolitis so a bunch of snotty babies and you're just running around in a circle literally doing things for each of them and then also with pediatric nursing you've got the anxious parents so you're managing them as well so I remember being qualified my, new, my first day being very busy and being very drained because it's a different type of busyness and stress. But I mean, you kind of get used to it. Once you do one day, I think you, you're kind of prepared for the day to come, especially if you start off on a very busy day. Like if you start off with a chill day, you probably think, oh, okay, this is all right. I can do this. And then you get slapped with a busy day. You're just like, oh my gosh, what is this? So it probably was a good thing I started off very busy. um But yeah, and then they say you're meant to be supernumerary, which I mean, ha. What, is ha. <laughs> what is that? What is that? I don't remember feeling supernumerary, but I guess I was one of God's toughest soldiers and I, you know, did my thing and my patients weren't very unwell. So I wouldn't say it was unsafe, but it was just very busy because I probably had like four babies, if that. Four babies running around. It's a lot. Just thinking back, I think this time of year is the worst time of year in paediatric nursing anyway because it's just a bunch of cough, colds and other respiratory stuff that Yolanda really likes probably. (laughs) Bread and butter. Rui, what was your first day like as a nurse?
0: So I don't think I recall my very first day, but I remember those first four months in my first job. It was like I wasn't in a frying pan, but I felt like I'd gone from the frying pan into the fire, being a student to being a qualified nurse, because it was. I, had I been on a, Yes, I had been on a PQ before, a psychiatric intensive care unit before. So I had a general idea, but the the one I'd been on when I was a student was mixed, male and female. This was a male PQ ward, I can't remember how many beds, maybe like 16 or something. And I was like, what have I walked into? I, and it was a mixture of obviously the client group, but also just like the, the ward culture, the staffing was really poor at the time. Like i've mentioned before and i just thought i don't know i don't know if i can do this sorry i do remember in my first week i think one of my second or third shifts i was working with an agency nurse the ward was supposed to be staffed with three qualified nurses three rmns they're working with two and it was me preceptee, and an agency nurse and so they were like you have to hold the keys and i'm like but this is the medication key. So i'm thinking well no I can't because I'm a preceptee and I need to be supervised um it was an intense shift because it, of the nature like, like I said of the client group and it was yeah it was a lot it was I just remember it being a lot I just remember thinking I don't know if I can do this long term my my plan at that point was like I was I was going to do it for a year when I when I started and then when I got in there I was like six months and I'm out of here because I can't I can't do it. it it was very very intense it was very very intense and yeah I mean I stuck at it but it was an intense few first few weeks as a qualified nurse I'd have to say so there neonates was it neonates you started in yeah tell us how was it
1: when I was when I qualified, I don't know what kind of life I thought I'd be living. Yeah. But for my first day, I said, I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna do makeup. I'm gonna look nice. Now, when I was a student, I was looking raggedy all the time. Now I'm a qualified nurse. No one's gonna catch me looking raggedy. I'm gonna look good. My hair's gonna look so nice. Did it last one week? <laughs> my first day. I did, like, not full B, but medium, you know. Not soft glam. <laughs>
3: soft glam. <laughs> not the heavy birthday makeup. birthday
0: makeup, glam. but soft glam.
1: Beauty, glow. <laughs> Guys.
0: What's it like, to
1: wake up, out of interest? I woke up, okay, I woke up at, like, six-ish, which is calm. It was about, like, 20-something minutes drive.
0: Okay.
1: But from that week and beyond, it's 6.30 if I wake up, you're lucky. <laughs> i walked onto the board like yeah man this is my time and then it goes like three o'clock and i tell you guys i was so tired i said oh what is going on here you mean to tell me that I'm going to be doing 12 and a half hour shifts and there's no end date. Because you know before, how I used to function in nursing year was when I'm doing a placement, it's like, oh, don't worry, it's like five more weeks to go, four more weeks to go, three more weeks to go. But then when I started to show, I say, hold on a second. There's no end dates to this. Oh my God. <laughs> on that first day, guys, I could not see the end of 12 and a half hour shifts. I said, uh-uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, we're sleeping. There's no such thing as makeup. Like, guys, I even took a picture and posed. I wish that this was visual, I could even insert it. I took mirror picture in the toilet because I'm thinking, Yeah, in my scrubs, looking all oh, he's like, Do you know me? I'm a nurse. Hello. Then, after it was induction, they showed Are me. You compl- the crowd? Are you hearing the crowd like five, six years early? <laughs> <laughs> you started that. <out. laughs> Listen but then they show me competency book they show me guideline book they said welcome to the ward pack some folder all the things that I had to read that's what I said tonight I'm sleeping no makeup tomorrow but honestly though as much as uh, my first day itself was comical the first few months was very hard for me and the reason I was so hard because I felt like you know when you're a student you, you kind of suppress certain emotions or certain feelings because you're not there for a long time you just want to you know pass the placement you just want to focus on your learning get your book done and stuff like that but I think where I worked I have a big personality and I feel like there were some big personalities as well and so in the beginning it was like I'm a very observant person as well so at first I might not say anything or whatever I'll just you know observe and move accordingly because you know I'm new I want to learn and stuff like that but it got to some moments like at least six months plus in where I started to clash a little bit Um and then I feel like that was a difficult time for me but then when I went on a course and stuff like that I feel like I was a bit more respected which is unfortunate because I feel like everyone should be respected regardless but I feel like when I finished the course it's like now I'm a neonatal nurse because before you're not a neonatal nurse you're a staff nurse working on a neonatal ward if we're going to be technical when I was officially a neonatal nurse I feel like that's when my journey really really began so for me that first 11 months before I went on the course it was really about finding my and knowing when to speak and when not to speak and knowing how to handle certain things and learning how to be professional whilst also trying to say hold in a second the guideline says this but this is the practice you're seeing all of those kind of little things so it was difficult for me given again people say big personality I don't think it's big I just think it's me but I feel like yeah that was difficult and yeah we didn't wear makeup again by the way ever 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 again like ever <laughs> ever 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 to work no this is the dry face they're gonna get thank you no
2: not dry on oh the country, yeah <laughs> i wore it's makeup
1: every I day wearing
2: makeup when i became a seven because i just got tired of it but when i on my first day of nursing Huh. I remember that day. <laughs> I was feeling Jeez. myself. I was feeling myself. And I used to do full beat, lashes, everything. Oh, okay, you full glam? I did full glam. And I'd wear a dress with a little belt. You couldn't tell me nothing. you could. Oh, You didn't tell me nothing. You did wear a dress. And everyone else on my ward at the time, I remember, no one really liked wearing dresses. which is a chin egg. So I'd come in with my 20 Diner tights, you know. I didn't wear Nesson shoes. I hate Nesson shoes. I'd always have like cheat sheets listen I took work because I said to myself yeah if I worked in the corporate world if I was a lawyer or whatever I'll be dressing up mm. so I, I had that mentality the day I qualified mm. oh they knew me my trust, They oh they, should come, the they, they mm. should come with the lashes they should come I used to feel myself so much um and I think I was just excited I was so excited to be a nurse I think you know when you've done placements for three years you're not really getting mm-hmm. paid for them and it's just stressful I remember some placements as well you know in the same hospital so like hospital hopping and things like that so just knowing you had a base just knowing I was going to this establishment and they actually valued me per se because as a student you're nearly enough doing jobs that no one wants to do you're just Mm -hmm. like an extra set of hands but now I was the name nurse I was holding the keys I even took them home with excitement <laughs> I had to drive back. That's the worst. Taking kids the worst. Because I, I was worst. too excited because it's like, you know, you're used to having kids, but it's just the whole thing of coming onto the ward and just patients knowing you're the nurse. And that level of respect that they gave you allowed me to build a good rapport with a lot of my patients. But yeah, I think my first few months, um I enjoyed it I enjoyed it and like I was saying in the previous episode that that's when I knew I would stick with it you know through the experiences I went through but I enjoyed I don't know There was just something about I think I was just too excited like coming on, onto the ward and getting handover when I'm doing handover I was just so extra I was so extra <laughs> uh, but I think it was needed because and then you know with staffing and things like that with the NHS where you know you do have r- rough patches so to speak so when when you've got that drive or that passion it carries you through mm. so of course you come to work some days and it was very busy or your short stuff but because I was just so excited I don't even know I, when I look back it's a bit cringe it's like calm down like I was <laughs> <You're> so <wearing laughs> it was icky it was icky, <laughs> it was icky. But I think because of that excitement and my whole journey, that is why I was able to progress so quickly. Because then a lot of the consultants liked me because I was very proactive, and you know, you look I, I don't good. know, and I look good. I I used to get free lunch all the time. Oh, not pretty. That pretty also, <laughs>
3: pretty that also explains here. why the guy let you bath him. Because if you were looking that
2: good, why not? And <laughs> and that's the part. And I, I couldn't I blame don't.
1: him. I the man. What else was you good? I could. <laughs> inserts whistle here because I can't whistle <laughs>
2: <laughs> or even I think the worst was when I'd come off nights here, yeah? and all my colleagues are looking like they've been through the fire like they've been through the valley of the shadow of death and my face was too big and they'll be like were you on the same night yeah that setting
3: spray did you good
2: that it's urban decay it's all it's night yes. but I think after a oh. while yeah I don't know like when I, when I was the six I saw when I was in that trust, I think, because I started with makeup, I just carried on. And I think there's one day where I don't know what happened. I woke up playing, and like, I'm wearing makeup to work. And then I just never wore makeup again. It was like a weird mm. transition where I don't know. It's just like I didn't wear makeup. I went to work, and then like I didn't die. Mm-hmm. Did then- you get any from-
3: comments though? Were anyone like, "Oh y'all, are you okay
2: today? Are you-, are you okay? Do you know why it was? Yeah, I think when I I got locks. I started my log journey at the time anyway. So I feel like because my hair was always fresh, it was always cute, whatever. I don't know. I just didn't wear makeup. Actually, I know I didn't wear makeup. I was working a Sunday. We had a seven-day service. So I think I was working a Sunday and I was the only one in the office anyway. And then I went to work and I was still in ED with no makeup. And then I was was just like, you know what? It's whatever. And then, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I was too excited. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: Honestly. So embarrassing. No, I hear you. It's so embarrassing because, guys, if you saw the way I walked onto that ward, yeah, and it was automatic doors as well. Like the way oh it opened and I was trying to the- <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It's,
2: it's the walk, and I mean, the belt, yeah, you'd think I was wearing a waist trainer because it was really snatching me. I was, ah, you couldn't tell me enough.
1: Oh <laughs> you nah, are clowns. Honestly, you two, oh, the no, most, though. Eh? No, I thought I was yeah, on Dada. First. I entered the place like come on. What your your missing puzzle is here. Not missing puzzle. I'm so
0: done.
2: Imagine as if you're working for your father's company. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I thought I thought it was my daddy's company. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was I was on the board. I thought I was like I don't know what I thought to be fair, but you know what? It is what it is. Make the most of it. Cause then, that then yeah, so that hilarious. innocent
1: protector. Because it, once it's mm. gone, it's gone. <laughs> like yeah. gone. Literally. Oh, Literally. Lord.
2: That's so fun. Right. So, you know, moving on from Dondada, which is Yvette, to, <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else's stories. I think now uh, it will be remiss for us to speak about our experiences without giving any tips. I think, um, do you have any tips to, I don't know, student nurses who may be on their final placement, getting signed off, you know, any tips to share?
1: Um, Yeah, I would say my biggest tip is you don't know everything and you're not expected to know everything so regardless of who you meet or who you come across don't feel like you have to know everything because in thinking that you have to know everything sometimes you might be asked something or someone might ask you to do something and you're in a position where you feel like you can't say no um learn to be able to protect your own practice and say no but even in saying no you don't have to say the word no you could say something like well actually I haven't done that before would you able to would you be able to show me can I observe you doing it and then I'll do it the next time so just be aware and be empowered in knowing that you don't actually have to know everything and if you don't know something have the confidence or somewhat the courage to ask for help or ask for support to. Achieve what you are being asked to do. But most of all, just enjoy this journey, enjoy being qualified because, like the lady said, you know, sometimes ignorance is bliss. And when you don't know what nursing can be or a dark side of nursing, um, you really enjoy it. So just have that moment, enjoy your journey. Be free with it. If you want to wear makeup, wear makeup. If you don't want to wear makeup, don't wear makeup. If you want to wear a dress with the snatch belt, do it. Anything that's going to make you feel good and make <laughs> you feel empowered. Just go for it. Like, be. you know what? You're the captain now. Yeah? So take control Sorry. of that boat and ride all the way into nursing hell. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> Just say to the pits. That's what we had to say. <laughs> no, not I'm joking. Joking. I'm joking. Honestly, just ride and sell free, and just ride where to, ride to wherever you can see yourself going. Like we said a few weeks ago. At this point
2: that's good I definitely couldn't care what Eva has said I think I will say give yourself time um you know we all start off as novices and we become experts so I think don't rush yourself there's certain things which you will not know from the get-go depending on your trust you, we all have competencies so like in my trust we had three months six months and so forth so always ensure that if you're not you know aware of certain things just ask you'd rather ask than do something which is not outside of your scope and um yeah don't be scared to ask for help as well so you know you've got your senior Ben fives your senior Ben sixes and sevens they're all there to support you so always speak up if you're not sure about certain things or drugs things like that because you don't want to be making errors you know of ignorance and things like that
0: yeah great tips great tips guys I agree and on the flip side to what's been said I think you we need to remember that you also know more than you think you do and, and there's a confidence thing and I think don't be afraid to speak up when maybe you see things that you know. are supposed to be done a certain way, especially when it comes to patient safety practice etc. And from i'll just share a quick story when I was newly qualified we we're doing medication with this nurse she dispensed a medication and I was like. Mm, that's not the right medication it was similar to what she should have dispensed but i just knew it was not supposed to be that color and i was like i had this quick internal battle and i was like of course i have to say something because we're going to give this to a patient and that's not the right medication so i was like um sorry that's it says this it's you've given this and she was like oh yeah yeah sure yeah thank you thank you and like crisis averted so little things like that so if you do know something and especially if it you know comes to patient safety anything like that do not be afraid to speak up because we're all human mistakes do happen and if you spot one it's better you you say it in the moment rather than it going you know pear shaped but you do know more than you think you do um whatever little confidence that you have try and channel that and you'll be you'll be you'll surprise yourself you'll surprise yourself and you'll be surprised um how much you actually do know and can do when you get on the ward so that's
3: my tip I would agree with everything you guys have said. Really, um, you guys have literally nailed it on the head. The main thing is to just have that confidence. Once you are um, qualified, like even though you are newly qualified, still just try to be a bit more confident in yourself because you have spent the last three years to get to this place. And I mean, I'm not saying being arrogant and be one of them know it alls. Like actually, no, no, no. Like you, you still want to learn, but you still want to be confident in what you're kind of coming across, what you're trying to come, what you're trying to say so that would be my thing but yeah everything you guys have said is literally it um so good luck guys
2: <laughs> and I think just going back to what Ru had said about our reporting things is also making sure when you make mistakes as well that you're honest and accountable because yes. it's easy to report someone else uh, however so for example if you've made a mistake you need to you know ensure you're reporting through the right channels so whether that's statuses or informing someone senior on shift Mm-hmm. So I think there's grace that is given when you actually come forth to say you've done A, B, C, D, that you're trying to hide it and then it's discovered per se. So I think be open both ways, reporting mistakes you see and also reporting yourself, you know, like audit yourself, is you know, t- yeah. t-
1: if that makes sense. Ultimately, it's just a duty of candor, isn't it? You have yeah. you have to do those kind of things. And another thing that I um wanted to just touch on is um, networking. And I think networking will come best from y'all's. And this is just because as a band five, she does so much networking that I couldn't even imagine doing as a band five. Yeah, it's as a six or seven, but she done some phenomenal things. So drop those gems, baby. Tell us. Oh what things did I do?
2: Hmm. Um, going back to being um, you know the nest of the lashes and things like that I think I was just such a bubbly person that you know a lot of senior management at the time you know if they saw me in the corridor they'll say hi and things like that and I remember when it came to doing my course I was speaking to the deputy chief at the time she like invited me to her office just randomly you know things like that when people see in the corridor and they stop because they know you're nearly qualified like why are your dreams and aspirations come to my office but I think many a time they extend the invitation and a lot of people don't take take them up on it if that makes sense so I didn't think how special that she said that to me I just thought you know that's just her you know trying to make sure that you know these newly qualified nurses are you know enjoying working within the trust so I remember going to I was about to say her name remember going to state office and yeah having a great chat with her and she was like yeah um, I'm here to support you you know your aspirations and things like that and off the back of that when I then applied for my master's at the time I had to get signed off from different departments so because I'd spoken to her I remember emailing I said you know I need to speak to certain people but I've never interacted with them I've never come across their pathways just because I was a five at the time and she propelled the whole you know the whole process by emailing you know say people to say okay she needs to get signed off you know she's pretty much vouching for me and I think that also helped me in my course and going back to networking like the doctors on the wards where be proactive no one's saying be pally pally with the doctors on the ward when they're interesting in cases asking them to see the images and things like that and having them explain that to you i think because they could see the genuine interest in you know in the interest you showing them per se so when it came to me saying oh I need to shadow you in clinics or I need to you know go on runs with you they were more than willing to help so I think you can network with anyone really and truly it doesn't have to be someone who's let's say into your management even your fellow colleagues are networking with I don't know being a spiritual nurse networking with a surgical nurse because she knows things I don't know and vice versa so I think it's tapping into each other's you know knowledge pots. And as Yvette always says, you know, work smart and not hard. So it's making sure that, you know, if you know there's someone who can help you set things, don't do the extra work, network with them. And then that way you're both building your portfolios without having to break your back um, for, you know, for any tasks. I think, yeah, so just from starting off as a five, I think I networked a lot and I mean, I've carried on up to now. Like, a lot of my mentors right now do not work in my trust. I've got various mentors who are all, like, ACs, ADs in various trusts where it just comes from speaking to people, reaching out to people. You can literally, I don't know, go to any trust and Google people and reach out to them. And I reach out to people who look like me because I feel like representation mentors. A lot of my mentors will look like me as – I don't want to say BAME because I don't really like that term. But as a Black nurse, you know, I – (laughs) red <laughs> face as a black nurse I have black mentors because then to me that then validates that yes Yolanda you can be a band 8 and you can be a band 9 because they're in those same positions so yeah that's just a bit of networking from my end
1: I definitely I definitely agree and mm-hmm. back to what you're saying in terms of like reaching out to people I just want to say as well if someone says no yeah don't take it personal because sometimes it's not about you it might be where they're at at the moment or maybe their case laws and stuff like that you never know that someone might always remember you when they get somewhere else and it just goes to show that this is a real thing because for example like when I um was in first year I had a placement and I got on with got on really well with my mentor like we were just really nice I never asked her for anything but we were really had a good relationship whatever and then like a few years later I think I had been two years qualified at this point so we're looking at five years later actually yeah, failed six years later she called me one day and I was just thinking oh I don't delete numbers by the way so when she was calling me I was like oh rah so she called me and then she was like oh I'm just calling you just to let you know that I'm the manager now of xyz and I was just wondering if any time you want a job or you're interested in this area of nursing you can give me a call Now, that's something, just because we had a good relationship, we got on well, we networked, I networked with her. You know, sometimes I know that going to placement and stuff like that is to, you know, study and work hard. And I do know that sometimes the lies can get blurred. Don't get me wrong, when you're somewhat perceived as a bit more somewhat comfortable. But you can just have conversations about someone's nursing journey or advice that they would have, like, maybe wanted when they were starting off and stuff like that. You don't have to talk about things personal to network with people. You can just talk about things that are related to your career, their career, the journey of nursing, et cetera. You can actually have so much of a conversation out of that. I think sometimes when people think about networking, they're thinking, oh, but what if I'm not liked and stuff like that? Not everyone in life is going to like you. That's just the reality. But right now when you're networking, you're networking in a professional setting, not in a personal setting. So just be aware of how you navigate that a bit. And just before
2: Rue Ru comes in, so I was going to say with what Yvette was saying that when you are networking people or when people give you their time, make sure you know what you want to ask. Because many times, yeah, someone will say to you, fine, let's have a team meeting for 30 minutes. Don't just go there and be like, so, you know what I mean? It's like one, they're taking time out of their diaries to meet with you. So I think you need to be very specific, like why you are trying to get off that experience per se and what help do you need from them? And just give an example, like one of the ladies who mentors me now, when I reached out to her, it took about four and a half months so I had to get a meeting in the diary. And when that happened, from the get-go, she literally said, hi, Yolanda, so what do you want from me? There was no, like, you know, pleasantry. So, you know, she literally went, we've got 30 minutes, get your pen, let's start. So if you didn't prepare for that moment, you're then one wasting her time and two you, you don't seem serious if that makes sense so it's you knowing what you want to get from that experience for, from that person and I had questions I was like right hey boom boom and I was just writing down if you're saying to me and then afterwards she's like great speaking to you we can catch up the next few months so it's also you doing the extra work outside of that meeting with the person that way it's fruitful and it's actually conducive to you know your development
0: great tips guys which I feel like I need right now in my nursing career so thanks i'm gonna take this forward Um, i think one piece of advice i got as a student i believe um by this guy who's a senior manager somewhere um, he said to me never get romantically attached to any job and i have carried that with me that's one of the reasons that's helped me to just to move on to progress because i loved my job on the ward it was great but I couldn't love it enough. I didn't love it enough for me to like, stay there forever and ever. Like we've all been on in wards and in jobs where people have been there 20, 30 years. And fair enough, that might be what they want to do, but that, but that's not gonna be my story. I said, that's, that's not what I wanted out of this. So as much as you might enjoy somewhere, also be mindful of if you want to progress, n- don't get romantically attached to a job the people can be great you can build great working relationships with people that's absolutely fine but when it's time to move on it's time to move on and always like keep that in the back of your mind if you want to go far in this nursing journey or do different things get different experiences as well um because i think you i've worked for a lot of nurses oh i've been doing this for 25 years i'm like yeah but you've been repeating the same year for the last 20 years so but that's none of my business but yeah so just <laughs> just just remember don't get romantically attached when it's time to go It's time to go.
1: So on that note, guys, thank you for listening to today's episode. Tell a friend to tell a friend and to tell their nursing friends and their family and their friends and people at church because today is Sunday. Follow, like and continue to follow us for tips and tricks on your nursing journey. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.